0: I want you to grab your Bibles and I want you to go to 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 18. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 18. And the Bible says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who we raised him from the dead, and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. I want to minister a message today to you and your entire family called The The Cure. The Cure. The Cure. Let's jump into this. We want to start with a very simple concept that I want you to write down if you have the ability to do so. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you're not taking notes, say it at home. Write this down. Here it is. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who died for the sins of the world. And I know there are theologians and there are high-level revelation people are giving me dumb moments. But here is the truth. A lot of us have heard the concept. But many of us have not embraced it as a reality for us. For we've been picking up things that Jesus died or carried upon the cross. But I believe one of the things that the Lord wants to really push into your, your mind and in your heart space is the idea that he can handle and carry it all. That it doesn't matter what it's like, how long you've been dealing with it, he can handle it. And so I want you to really posture your heart to understand this. The reality is this. The blood of Jesus was shed for us before the creation of the world. But it was only revealed to us when Jesus was crucified on the cross, died, and rose again. Listen, not even Satan knew ahead of time about the shedding of blood. The truth is, once you understand the blood, it should have great implications for your faith. And victorious living in Christ. The blood has power over Satan, sin, and sickness. Wherever Satan is showing his head, the blood has power for it. Wherever sin is trying to keep you in sin cycles, the blood has power for that. Wherever there is sickness, the blood has power for it. God is amazing because he's a great storyteller. And he's been showing us types and pictures to give us an understanding of the blood of Jesus a long time ago, even in the Old Testament, it was written. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 21 begins to tell us a story about the Israelites and the commands that God gave them. The Bible says "Then Moses called for the elders of Israel and said to them, pick out and take lambs for yourself according to your families and kill the Passover lamb.'" And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out the door of your house until morning. Verse 23. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood um, on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door. And not allow the destroyer to come into your house to strike you. And you, verse 24, shall observe this thing as an ordinance for you and your sons. Watch this word forever. There's this understanding that the concept of taking the blood. And applying the blood and causing for destruction to not be able to set in your home, but having to pass over your home is not something that God wanted to be thrown away when we came into the new covenant. But there is still power in understanding the blood of the lamb. Now, it is no longer the blood of animals that we must sacrifice. But it is the blood of the lamb that was shed for us on Mount Calvary. Uh, Right there on the mountain, on the cross, Calvary. We must understand that it was shed for us so that we don't have to worry and we don't have to run from the destruction. We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be worried. Why? Because the blood covers, and as long as we understand the power of applying the blood, the enemy has to pass over. I need you to look at your children real quick, right there in your home, or look at your wall if you're single, and tell tell somebody real quick, it has to pass over, it has to pass, has to pass over. This is not... This is not the first time that we see this picture. We don't, It's not the first time we see this type and this shadow. But if we even look at Genesis chapter number 3, you remember when man fell, when man fell into sin, and God says, I don't want you to be tripped out about your nakedness, and I don't want you to be tripped out about the things that are now showing that you never really wanted to be shown. He got into a place now where they fell into sin, and they were aware, aware of their nakedness. But God says don't worry, I've got you covered. The scriptures begin to talk about how God took the, the animal skin and covered Adam and Eve. You said, "What does that have to do with anything?" It is a type and shadow of the sacrifice of an animal so that God would cover our stupidity, y'all. Listen to me, it doesn't matter what you've done and how dumb you might have been. I know I've made some dumb mistakes in my life, but even in the book of Genesis, from the very beginning, God wanted us to know, no matter what you are experiencing, I'll do whatever it takes to cover you. It was the blood of an animal that used to be able to bring Adam and Eve under the right covering. Yes. Peter, Peter really helps us understand it even in more detail in our text. In First Peter uh, chapter number 18 and 19, the Bible says that we are redeemed from the empty way of life by the blood of Christ. I love that. That no matter what life we were living before then, before we've come into Christ, This life was empty. It didn't have anything involved in it. It didn't have any substance to it. But it is the blood of Jesus that allows us to be redeemed from the empty life. Question for you. If God created you to experience substance, why are you allowing relationships? Why are you allowing circumstances to pull you into a place where it's empty? Have you ever had a conversation with somebody? and you wondered, is anything in there? My God, I mean, is, is, are, you, are you okay? Uh, my, my oldest son says that all the time as he begins to talk to people. Are you okay? Like, Are you all right? Because obviously something is not there, right? You have no substance. Uh, many of our lives have been that way. Relationships, uh, opportunities, uh, spaces that we have been in lack substance. It's been empty. But Jesus' blood was shed to bring substance to our lives was done before the creation of the world in other words the fall of mankind did not destroy god's purpose and plan in creating mankind it's this idea out there that jesus died as a plan b that God didn't expect for Adam and Eve to do what they did and so then he went on and put a plan together and said let me send my son now because they didn't follow my first plan what you've got to understand in the scripture is that the Bible says that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world the work was already done before the world was even created yeah God didn't get into a place where he missed something or he made a mistake or or he had to second guess what he did i I need you to look at your neighbor and tell him it's all a part of the plan from the very beginning he had already slain the lamb in preparation for what he knew was to come he had already set it up in a way where we understood there is power in the blood god God doesn't go around running after Satan trying to sort out the mess that he creates. and go around saying, Oh, look what the devil did. Let me fix it. God is supreme and in charge. He created the idiot called Satan. Satan doesn't have any power less the power God allowed for him to have. I love what one of my mentors often says, Bishop Charles Blake, presiding bishop of the church of God in Christ, oftentimes says that Satan is nothing but a bulldog on a leash. He can only go as far as God allows him to to go you better get into the place where you understand not only does christ have power and his blood have power over satan and hell you now you now have an inheritance of that same power and so we are running from something we have authority over last time i read in the book of genesis the bible started talking stuff like we shall tread upon the head of the serpent that means that i've got power over the devil and i'm not going to run from something i can step out i'm not going to run from something i can take out because i still hold the power of the resurrection inside of me calm down it's important for you to understand that there is nothing satan sin or sickness can bring that the blood has not already made provision for Our redemption is in the blood. The blood is God's answer to everything that Satan throws at us. I just need somebody to just type in the comments real quick. The blood. Uh, You can be sure that God has made certain that the blood of Jesus has enough authority and power to meet all of mankind's need. You understand that? Not even Satan understands the true power, redemptive power in the blood. He doesn't really understand it. I, I don't think he really comprehends it fully yet. But I'm telling you, he got a wake-up call. Really, he really woke up and understood when the death and the resurrection of Jesus came into place. I love John chapter 1 and verse number 29. And the Bible says that the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him. And when he saw him coming, he says some very important words. Behold, the Lamb of God. Who takes away the sin of the world. Oh, The Lord began to talk to me in prayer about how we have been so sin focused. We have been so focused on sin. And we talked about it the other day, the doing and the not doing. When Jesus has already taken away the sin. You're focusing on stuff that Jesus has removed the power from you. But when you begin to just rest in the work that he's already done, there is a liberty that comes upon your life. I love in Exodus where it begins to talk about God's command to the Israelites to take the hyssop plant and to place it into the basin of the blood and from there to take the blood and to put it upon the doorposts. I want you just to type in the comments right now, remember the hyssop. Let's go further. John chapter 19 and verse 28. After this, Jesus knowing all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled, said this, I thirst. Now a full vessel of, uh, that it was a vessel that was full of sour wine was sitting nearby and they filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on his uh, and put it in his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Sherman, what does that have to do with anything? It was just another symbol and a sign to remind us that this is the Lamb the same thing that happened before in the days to come in the days past was happening in that day that the same hyssop come on the hyssop was used now to show you and to give you an example that this is the lamb this is the one that has the power to take away the sins of the world i remember that there was a time where people were wondering if he was the christ you remember that there was a time i believe it was john who sent word and said hey what's going on I'm over here in prison. I'm over here stuck, and I'm trying to figure out: Are you the Christ, or shall I look for another? If you tell the truth that you have been in a waste place in your life before, where you have wondered, are you really the one, or did I find somebody else? Is God real, or is He not real? And He said something powerful out of His mouth. Jesus sent word back and said, "Tell Him what you see." and tell them what you hear. I believe we're coming into a season now where the body of Christ is going to function like Christ. Imagine that. Where the body of Christ is going to operate in the same power that the blood made available. And there's going to be a manifestation of things that can be seen and heard. Appreciate your message. I believe that we're stepping into the hour of demonstration based upon the blood. This was the lamb. Uh huh. We don't have to look for somebody else. He is the lamb who was slain before the foundations of the earth that we might have life. It is the blood that makes it available. When I was growing up, uh, there was, there was uh, prayer meetings I would go to and, and the men and women of God would do something called pleading the blood. I didn't I didn't, put, I didn't really comprehend it. And if I be honest, even as a teenager, I, at times I felt like it was a, a, almost like a horror story. My God, if you really imagine it, I don't think sometimes Christians realize uh, how out of the box we can be. And uh, if somebody came into a place and you saw a bunch of people talking about blood, my God, without the revelation of what they were talking about, it can do something to you. And as a teenager, I was like, okay, what is going on? Is this Freddy Cougar? What is happening? Why are they talking about the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood? the blood. blood. And it wasn't until I studied the word for myself that I understood their pleading of the blood was like their application of the blood. As they plead the blood of Jesus, it was them applying the blood to the places in their lives. It was them applying the blood over their family. It was them applying the blood just like the Israelites in Exodus. They got the revelation. Let me dip this hyssop in the basin of blood. and Let me put the blood where it Belongs so that hell will know you got a Passover here. Ah, The Passover lamb, his name is Jesus, and he's still created in this hour the ability through his blood to let nothing touch you that doesn't belong in your life. I dare you to practice real quick at your house and just holler the blood, 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 just right where you are, just shout the blood. Blood steel has power. The blood steel has power. And the enemy cannot infiltrate any place where the blood is. I believe it we preach the blood. Saints would not be scared of COVID when we preach the blood we understand it doesn't matter what's happening on the left or the right it doesn't matter who died and who's still living I'm sorry about the things that are happening in people's lives but I've got a revelation of the blood and I made a decision I'm going to apply it the blood on my children's head the blood on my family the blood on every aspect of my life the blood on my business the blood on my church I plead the blood and if I plead the blood Satan has to go in his place can't touch down here idiot you can't touch down here fool I'm covered in the blood I gotta go John uh, John chapter 20 and verse 11 begins to really give us understanding before I go there let me say this it's the cross Cross becomes the picture, the picture of not only where the blood was shed, but the cross becomes a picture for the life of the believer. We understand it. it says that we all have a cross, but that doesn't mean that you are going to die upon a cross. What that means is that the life of a believer is a life of sacrifice. I'm sorry that a pretty gospel was preached to you. But the truth is that this walk with Christ is not pretty at all. Uh, there are moments to glory to God, and there are seasons in our life where there is greatness. But there will always be sacrifice. I don't, I don't care when the money is good; there's still sacrifice. But when the money is bad, there's still sacrifice. When the family is doing excellent, there's still sacrifice. When the family is doing bad, there's still sacrifice. When you're moving in the vision you have for your life, there's still sacrifice. And when everything is going wrong, there's still sacrifice. Jesus died on the cross not only for our sins, but to give us a picture of what our life should look like. And I hear the spirit of the Lord saying, if you want me to use you, find you a place of sacrifice. If you want to be used for my glory, Find you a place of sacrifice. If you want to go where I want to send you, find you a place of sacrifice. Because if you find you a place of sacrifice, on the, other la- on the other level of your sacrifice, there is breakthrough that I'm sending to your life. I want you just to find you a neighbor that's close by. Even if you got a lay at your neighbor upstairs and tell them It's time to sacrifice the, 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 the cross, the cross, the cross cross was interesting about the cross is that as we saw him on the cross uh, many thought that it was the time where it was over many thought that when they saw him on the cross that things were over not only for him but for everybody that followed him as the king they even mocked him as the king of the Jews in a way to make fun of him and the authority that he held But something amazing happened in that moment that even while he was on the cross, even while he was going through the fight of his life, even while he was going through that experience, I believe while he was on the cross in my sanctified imagination if you'll go there with me for a moment i can see him calling the name of those that are listed here even in 2020 even while he was on the cross he saw you here in 2020 he saw you in the experiences you would have and he saw you in the things that you would go through and he said i'll hang out here just a while longer because i see my son and my daughter over there in 2020 I see the burdens that they're carrying over there in 2020 but I'll hang out here just a while longer so that I can be able to carry the burdens that they will face in a time isn't he good, isn't he good because he's a good enough God that before I ever have the problem he already picked it up for us isn't he good, isn't he good that he is the type of God That before I step into my situation He already handled it It's the power of the cross It's the power of the cross He took the nails in his feet He took the nails in his hands Just so that I might live The type of life I need to live Don't get tired of preaching the cross, preacher Don't get tired of preaching the cross, preacher Don't get tired of singing the song of the cross The cross and the blood Still has power The cross in the blood Still has authority The cross and the blood Still has strength And so we stand And what he did On the cross Let me put myself together It was the cross Where he died You can imagine How Satan thought he had won When they took his body off of the cross They took the body off the cross and went and took him into a borrowed tomb. My God. He didn't even have a tomb for his own self but he was walking in such humility to help us to understand without a doubt that it doesn't matter what you have in your hand and what you don't have in your hand because what you have and what you don't have does not make it clear what level of authority you walk in. What you have and you don't have doesn't determine the life that you should live. What you have and what you don't have doesn't make it you, the person that God has created for you to be, but it's in the understanding that you are son of God, it's in the understanding that you are daughter of God, and that God has established you to walk in the purposes He set before you. And so they took him over to a borrowed tomb, locked him inside of the tomb, and I imagine for a moment that Satan was very, very happy. I got him, I finally got him, I got him, I got him, but he forgot that Jesus prophesied his own death forgot that not only did he prophesy his own death, but he prophesied his own resurrection. He said, you might tear this building down, but in three days I'll raise it up. You might tear this building down, but hold on just a minute, because if you hold on just a minute, there is resurrection power that's about to invade the earth right up out of heaven. If you hold on just a minute, There is power that's about to come and this power is not temporal power but this power is eternal power it has power over everything in the earth realm because it was born out of the heavens if you will for a moment even after he had died they got to a place now where Jesus said let me go on and do my work let me go into this compartment of hell let me go on down here while they're waiting and let me get me some keys I'll take the keys of death, hell, and the grave Thank you, Peter. I'll take the keys of death, hell and the grave ah, so they will no longer have power over my children death, where is your sting where is it, where is it, where is it you don't have the power that I possess, I'm gonna show you, devil, that even while you're laughing, I'm taking all the power from you. Even though you thought you won, I'm taking all the power from you. And so here is Jesus over there in this compartment of hell. And I said, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it out. I'll take my sons and my daughters back. I'll take cities and nations back even when the prince of the air tried to come and get them I'm standing in my authority and I'm taking back what belongs to me he went on and got the keys of death, hell and the grave went on back up to earth and said hello it's time for the resurrection now it doesn't matter what they thought they were weeping and sad because it seemed like Jesus was not going to do what he said he would do but when he got There, something powerful happened uh, when he stepped back into that space uh, and made a decision that I'm going to do uh, exactly what I promised gonna get into the place of resurrection now because if I get up I feel it you can get up if I get up you can walk in power if I get up you can walk in authority if I get up you can walk in healing if I get up you can walk in the power of almighty God what happened in the moment is that he was raised just like he said he would It's a promise, and he's a promise keeper I said it was a promise, and he's a promise keeper What kind of promise are you fighting for today? I hear the word of the Lord saying, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Whatever I promise, I'll do it again. Whatever I said, I'll bring it to pass. Whatever I've spoken, I will make it good. I'm going to use that same power and resurrect your dreams. I'm going to use that same power and resurrect your family. I'm going to use that same power and resurrect everything around you. I got to go. John chapter 20. Verse 11. Says, but Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels that were there sitting. One at the head and the other at the feet. Where the body of Jesus had laid. Verse 13 says, then they said to her, woman, why, 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 why are you weeping? she said to them because they they had taken away my Lord and I do not know where they laid him. Verse 14 So now, 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 now when she said what she had said they turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know it was Jesus and Jesus said to her woman why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? She supposing him to be a gardener said to him sir where have you Tearing my save you away tell me where you have laid him and i will take him away jesus said to mary and she turned she turned and said to him rabboni which is to say teacher verse 17 then jesus said to her do not cling to me for i have yet not ascended to my father which is in heaven but go 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 but go to my brother and here it is every time that you Experience Resurrection power. There is always a commissioning on the other side of it. Once you've seen the resurrection, it's your job to tell somebody about it. Once you've experienced the resurrection, it's your job to tell your neighbor, tell your city, tell your friend that God is with them and for them. Something happened. John chapter 20. I got to quit in verse number 21. Jesus said to them, play softly please, peace to you. As our father had sent me, I also send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Ghost. If you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins, they are retained. He says this thing that you have seen was not just for you. Listen, America, Church of America, stop being stingy with the resurrection. Stop holding it to yourself. There is placement, there is is voids that are all over this world that have been created for the mold that you are. It's been created for you to step into that void and to be an ambassador of the resurrection. This is not just a season for you to shout and be happy that Jesus died for you, that your sins were forgiven. Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day, so that you could have life. There's a commissioning happening around this globe, and even in this season of pandemic, God's saying, "Who will go for me? Who will go for me?" You've heard it said before, but I believe you need to see it and hear it again. You've got to hear it again. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. God told me to tell you, He's looking for laborers. He's not looking for those people that just sit and get fat on the word of God, but He's looking for those that will take what they have received, digested, and give it out to those that need it. I want you to move out of convenience, I want you to move out of comfort. And move into the full manifestation of the resurrection power of Jesus. There is power you have access to. This power is bigger than earthly powers, bigger than any psychic, bigger than a tarot card, bigger than you going to check your sign and your horoscope. There's a power that's bigger than the earth's dark art, and it it's the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the resurrection and it's coming to your life and it's coming to your family I want you to lift your hands right there at your home and while your hands are lifted just go to worshiping him now Mm. just take a minute now and just worship him Just, just lift your worship yeah. not just your gratitude for what he's done but open your heart because now there's commissioning orders that are being given to those that are viewing this. Lift your hands now and while your hands are lifted, receive your orders from heaven. Oh yes. There's something that he has for you to do. <laughs> there's a place he has for you to go. There's a plan that he has for your life. Receive it now. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Wherever you send me, I'll go Wherever you tell me to go, I'll go And I'll align myself with your plan I will go Listen